Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Professionally Fit Radio. Professionally Fit is dedicated to female entrepreneurs and executives who are soaring in their fields and in their enterprises while still maintaining their health and wellness. At Professionally Fit, we help you to identify the direct correlation between your health and your career. Welcome to the show. I'll be your host and Professionally Fit founder, Miss Lisa A. Smith, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jag. What the health? It's really, really trending in these last few months. A lot of people have watched this documentary on Netflix and have decided to take a shot at this plant-based life. So on today's episode, Jay and I are going to share with you five things that you should not do as you transition over to vegan vegetarianism or a plant-based lifestyle, the don'ts of this lifestyle, and what you should do to ensure success as you make the transition for yourself and your family. But first, wait, wait what? Wait, what is our segment where Jay and I identify something we either saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, what? Okay, so... This is my first time seeing Lisa. Uh, welcome back from Thank your vacay. You. Thank we haven't you. seen each other for a minute. It's so, so exciting to hear about because I haven't been on a cruise myself. Lisa just went on a cruise and just had a blast. And we're all laughing and smiling and talking about the great time and the people she met. And then she hit me with, uh, but I hate beaches. <laughs> now, don't, don't clutch your pearls just yet. <laughs> I thought maybe it was like, you know, how people just throw something out there. They like really say, I hate beaches because this is, no, she, I just found out literally that she hates beaches and I feel some type of way. Like I really, in my soul, feel some type of way. Did you not know this? Lisa, no, I'm so serious. It's almost like, you, have you ever heard somebody, uh, like they used to say it on the radio, like there are certain things that you can't do mad. Like you can't. You can't um, eat ice cream mad. Yeah, you can't chew bubble gum mad. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> like, you can't. I feel like saying you hate, it goes against nature. Like how in the world can, can you be on the beach and be mad? How can you be on the beach? It's almost like you you lying. Like <laughs> I'm not. Beaches are so boring. There's nothing to do. Um, and then my skin is so sensitive. I don't get in the water, the sun. I just get real bad heat but rash. You don't go on the beach and feel I can't see anything. I can't explore anything. I don't feel you don't feel like all the the peaceful and, and serene serenity and you don't. I feel that beauty. more around greenery than I do sand and water. Really? Yeah. So I love being on the water. Like being on the cruise ship like itself in, was like, amazing. But not the. But beach. I don't have no. The beach is so you you get so dirty and sticky. Oh, it's horrible. It's just it's know. horrible. It's and just... so when they changed our route for the cruise from three cities, you know that I was planning on exploring Honduras, Belize, and Mexico. Like I was planning on going to the ruins in Mexico. I had was like researching excursions and all these different parts of the city we could see. And then because of the hurricane, they changed our route to St. Martin, St. Thomas, and the Bahamas, three, like, sunny beaches with endless water, sand, dirt, and sticky people. And I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I've never wanted to see these places. Like, if I had never saw those places, I would have been totally fine. It's inhuman. Shut up. It's not. It's other people who don't like beaches. I don't think so. You know, I used to randomly Google. I think I told you that. I used to (laughs) randomly Google the most random stuff, like, um, when I was bored, like just to see if I could just think of the most bizarre things and see if it happened. Like for instance, like 
man uh, with one leg jumps out the window like just something random and it'll, it'll always have happened somewhere in the world and i just think it's so interesting how like you can just make up the most bizarre thing and google it and somewhere it's happened but i don't think these are one of those things <laughs> you don't think you could google no i think i think you're the only one in the world literally. i am not the only no, one in the world who don't like it's, they're just not fun they're not fun i like to be uh mentally stimulated you. you are a little bit i am judging you <laughs> I don't it. mind the beach at night with the bonfire and a bar, but as far as the daytime activities, frisbee Not and to just sit on the beach running, and read a book, like with a drink, and just enjoy the beauty. No, that's not appealing to me at all. I feel like we need to go offline. Like, what happened to you on the beach? <laughs> <laughs> what am I not telling you? All right, that's my way. What I, that really? It might not. It, it might be like anticlimactic to you, but like, okay, that's your weight. What? Oh, that was. But that really just just shook the foundation Shut of my up. existence. Yeah, it's not my <laughs> ideal vacation, you know. And Troy loves the beach, so we, you know when we do take vacays like that, I don't mind it being split between the two. But I love to leave and go do something like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I definitely yeah. agree with but that. You know, some people can lay on the beach for hours and do nothing. Uh, no, I can't. No, I and, agree with and you. or read and have a magazine. And I don't mind I, being somewhere for hours with a book or a magazine, but the beach can't be it. I want to say understandable, but yeah, I mean, I do understand. I can't do the whole, uh, like some people can. No, I do have to explore, see the city, learn something, see why I'm here. I mean, I know every beach is different, but not that different. So Not yeah. that different. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I get over it like super quick. You know, I get over it really quick. And, um, but you know, it's what it is. But this vacation though uh -huh. was absolutely Phenomenal. Me and Troy had a amazing time on our first cruise. Looking forward to taking another one next year. Um, I really want to go to Alaska, so I want to take like an Alaskan cruise. Oh, yeah, I've heard those cruises are really like the end all. Be I've been all. trying to get to Alaska forever. So like I really, really want to do Alaska. Yeah. So yeah, we gotta look into that. Um, but hey, you know, but my weight what definitely comes from the boat. Uh, I was talking to a physician on the boat. He's a cardiologist. He's been in practice for years. He has his own private practice. Um, and he and I, we were out to dinner. He was in my party. We, he was out, we were out to dinner. And, um, of course, you know, he noticed that I was ordering plant-based and that I don't eat meat. And we started talking about, you know, plant-based mm -hmm. and veganism, uh, which led me to want to do today's episode because he said, well, you know, you can't get all of your essential amino acids from plant-based sources. Uh, and if for you guys who don't know, amino acids are the building blocks of protein. So I said, why, yes, yes, you can, sir. You know, you can get, you don't need any animal products to get all of your required nutrients for protein. And he's like, no, there's three. Do you think he said two or three? And, and we were going back and forth. I'm like, no, you're wrong, you know. And he's like, well, you know what? I'll just look it up. I said, why don't you do just that? So we're sitting at the dinner table. He whips out his phone, you know, gets to looking it up. And after a few minutes, he looks over and he said, oh, my goodness, you're right. He's like, you can get all of your essential amino acids from protein. And I was like, yeah, I explained to him that, you know, you can pair a whole grain and a legume to get a complete protein. And I think he was just only thinking about vegetables, you right. know, and I was like, well, no, you, you when you include beans and, and quinoa and lentils and oats, 
um, and all of these things and you pair them with um, whole grains. And, and so he was like, wow, I didn't know that. And so my way, what is that? Basically, I'm not to be a fly doctor out here because if I'm educating 21 year veterans, 21 year cardiologists, I feel like I really got a boost of, you know, self-esteem and that I'm on the right path to right. with my self-education, the things that are self-taught. Right. And so the schooling is only going to 10X that. And it just made me feel really good that he's now going back to his practice with some knowledge he didn't have before and maybe a little be a little more supportive of that lifestyle as he helps his patients. Right. That That's so true because, um, you know, when I went to get my physical and she was, you know, talking about me being plant-based, she was like, well... Let me give you a, uh, what do you call it? a printout of different calcium. I want to make sure you get your calcium sources. And so when I looked at the, the printout, it was all these different, da- of course, dairy. I said, well, you, I, I can't do anything with this. I, I don't eat I don't eat this stuff. And she's like, well, you don't eat this. And, and it was like not necessarily milk, but something that had milk. And I'm like, I don't eat cheese. I don't eat, I don't eat that stuff. Right. And she was like, well, you you know, it's harder for you. She started telling me all about this stuff. And it's it's just crazy how... She probably needs to talk to you, too. <laughs> I was just not in the mood. I'm like, listen, I got it covered. Trust me. I know the, the calcium sources and the, uh, this. But, you know, it's just crazy how doctors aren't informed. And I'm not saying that they even have the time because right. most people are meat eaters. So they learn all this information about plant-based people. Will they even be able to put it to use the way? Right. But... Yeah, that's just cool that he's he's going back and maybe he can help someone who's interested in becoming plant based. Absolutely, and are, is thinking about going that route, but they were unsure because. So that's cool. That's what's up. It's really cool, and um, and I love how open he was about just being wrong. I, oh, that's what I meant to say. It wasn't any argument. It was just a complete sentence. I was wrong. You were right. Right, and that made me help happy too because a lot of times, even me, sometimes you know we get we think we know something on a certain subject so well mm-hmm. that it's hard for us to you know be wrong in that in that moment, and so that made me really happy and made me feel like he was a little more receptive. That's good. Yeah, yeah that's a good doctor too. Agreed. That's a really good doctor because I was we was talking before when you were saying when I was telling <laughs> you like how you don't have to know everything to be a good doctor Mm -hmm. but you do have to be willing to tap into your resources and to admit that you don't know something but oh i will get i will get that information yes you i bet you when we're done here i will be i will have been able to help you absolutely and that comes from being able to humble yourself and say you know what i don't know this but i'm going to find out because some doctors will be like oh well you know what this is what it is knowing full well and that you can't be i don't think you can be a good physician a good doctor that way. I don't think you can be anything in any profession without being open to new ideologies. Right. You know, whether you're in finances, whether you're in real estate, um, whatever, if you're an English or a history teacher, if somebody tells you Columbus did not discover America, you have to be open to that ideology and at least willing to hear right. those things out. And so in whatever you do, it is very, very important to always be willing to evolve. I have a client who she's been an entrepreneur for, oh my God, oh, well over 20 years. And I was coaching her just this morning and she was talking about um, taking this 12 week entrepreneur course and program. And I was so proud of her. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what? She's like, yeah, I'm sure there's something in right. my business that it can, right. I can right. benefit from. She's, she's thinking about enrolling in the um, Goldman Sachs um, entrepreneur program which is a really popular program for existing businesses. But her being such a veteran and people typically come to her 
mm-hmm. for advice and resources um, as they build their brands. And her talking about sitting down and becoming a student again, and she's over 60, I just thought was amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, that really and, is amazing. Um, and so it, it's just really, really important to be able and be willing to grow. So I thought we would talk about today the don'ts of transitioning to a plant-based diet and the importance of doing so. But before we do that, a really quick and exciting announcement, guys. So this company, Professionally Fit, um, is slowly evolving into more of an executive coaching company. So we're going to be strictly coaching um, female executives and entrepreneurs, female and male, actually, um, into becoming the be- their best selves as they grow and build their b- brands and their businesses. Um, so as we do that, we I decided to launch a second company entitled the Black Health Academy for more of the masses. So a couple changes that are coming up here. This podcast is actually going to move over to the Black Health Academy platform. Um, and out of respect for our clients at Professionally Fit, these are really high-level professionals and executives who just simply don't have the time right now for another email, another blog post to read, another podcast to listen to. They're just strictly in it for that one-on-one coaching that they receive from myself and my team. So as with keeping that in mind and just deciding kind of where the best fit is for the podcast and the blog, we will be moving the podcast over to the Black Health Academy uh, platform. We'll also be moving the blog over there as well. So starting just this month in September, the first and third Monday of the month will be designated for new podcast episodes and the second and fourth Friday of the month will be designated for new blog posts. So this is going to be a bi-weekly podcast and we're going to have bi-weekly blog posts just to respect my team because they're super busy as we move into the fall um, and then to respect our clients that professionally fit and just strictly offer them coaching services. And those of you who want more of the free content that we offer in the podcast and the blog, as well as Uh, Maybe you're kind of just starting off in your health and wellness journey and you need more of beginner tips and recipes and medication advice and things like that. That's where you'll find all that information at the Black Health Academy. So if you like to follow us there, we are available on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for the Black Health Academy. Be sure to follow us there. Um, There's a link in our bios on Instagram and on Facebook where you can click the link and become a founding member of the Black Health Academy. The digital doors will be open towards the end of September for full enrollment. But if you sign up on the list now to become a founding member of the Black Health Academy, we will be offering lifetime founding member membership rates that we're only going to offer in the beginning for founding members. As a founding member, you're actually going to be helping us to build the academy because why would we build an academy without tapping directly into the people that we are going to be servicing? So we want to know exactly what ailments you're struggling with with regard to your health and those are the exact things you're going to see on the academy platform so again that's the black health academy so excited new company who this i'm so proud of you thank you um so this company again is launching in september but get in on the ground floor if you want to take advantage of some awesome membership rates as well as helping us to build it from the ground up so black health academy uh, we're going to be renaming this podcast but we'll introduce that uh on the next episode but with that let's delve into what don't to do or what you should not do as you transition to a plant-based lifestyle. I like what don't to do. What don't to do? I like that. Okay. That that don't have to be a mistake. Okay. (laughs) What don't to do? Yeah. (laughs) Our podcast. 
on. That what is don't... so true. Yeah. I can't believe I corrected myself. No. What don't to do? You were absolutely right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So you want to start off with the first tip? Number one. So as you transition, you've made the decision to be more plant-based. You've maybe watched some documentaries, talked to some friends, got some folks in your circle or on your timeline who got you a little curious, right, about this whole plant-based thing. You know you're not feeling and operating at your best, so you're like, okay, I'm going to give this thing a try. Mm-hmm. What don't to do? What don't to do? <laughs> number one. Number one, my biggest mistake was the naysayers. So I'm going to start off with that. And it's so funny because you and I used to share a lot of memes and pictures about people talking about the haters. And we're like, come on, what what haters? Like, where they <laughs> are people saying all this stuff out loud? So we're like, who talks to people like that? Right. But what I've experienced in my own personal life is not necessarily directly like you ain't going to be able to do that. But it's kind of like that side talk, like it's not that serious. Or mm-hmm. if you tell somebody about it, they'd be like, uh, they'll say something like, Oh, I couldn't do that. That's just too much or things like that. People have their own way of discouraging you, even if it's not directly insulting. Yes. So, and, and that gets into your psyche, just the way some someone telling you, you can't do something or you won't be successful or I don't see that happening for you. People just making those offhanded, backhanded comments mm-hmm. still, still plays a role. So my first don't, don't to do, what don't, to, don't do to do <laughs> is let the negative penetrate what you desire to do as far as being plant-based. What you need to do is get around people who are either already doing it or, or, or have advice or have tried it and have some tips. But the type of things that I'm talking about is the things like it's too expensive. If you're eating healthy, it's so expensive. A lot of times when people, if you pay attention the people that say it's too expensive are the people who aren't even eating healthy. Mm-hmm. If you talk to people who actually eat healthy, they won't say that. Mm-hmm. They have learned to master the system. No one's going to go into something to go broke. No one's going to do that. I don't care who you are or what you like. You're going to find a way to do what you like, and you're going to try to do it at a way that doesn't break the bank. Yes. Um, it's not that expensive, but... Um, or what's another negative comment? You're going to, you got to die anyway. I can't give you need meat for protein. As Lisa just explained, Mm -hmm. you absolutely don't. So just all of those negative comments, and I promise you all of the negativity will be coming from people who are either struggling already with their health or will be. That's it. That's it. It's only two type of people. (laughs) It's only two type of people who is going to give you that commentary. They're either struggling with their health or, you know, wait for it. They will be. Yeah, and I agree. You should definitely check your source, you know. And even, you know, I have family members who make jokes, you know. With jokes, yeah. I'll say something, they'll be like, well, you need to eat more meat then. Like, even if I say I'm cold, you know. Yep. Yeah, it's stuff like that, you know. And And that gets old. That that gets old really fast. And so, like Jay said, even though it might not be a direct jab, like that's a bad idea, you're going to fail, you'll be worse off, but maybe it might be an indirect jab. And like she said, those negative comments do penetrate. So you have to build a force field in the beginning to know that the decision that you're making is something that you want to try for yourself on your own and don't allow all of the things that are anti your goals get in the way of you giving it a full all out try. 
right? Because there's going to be very, very valid sounding arguments on both sides. Right. There's going to be valid sounding arguments on both sides. We're not going to lie, right? It's not like. Right. So you, you have to be able to build up that force field and be like, no. You know, just like a client texted me yesterday, like, Lisa, I worked out. Uh, she worked out with me on Monday, and then she worked out again the next day. And she's like, I want to go back to the gym tonight with my husband. Is that too much? And I'm like, no, not at all. Go, right? But if anybody else tells her, oh, you're doing too much, you need to rest, she'll take that and right. run with it. Like, oh, I am overtraining. Mm-hmm. I am doing too much. Maybe I should take a week off. And she's like, I had a client months ago whose mom convinced her to eat dairy just because she felt like she was detoxing too fast. And so if you build up that force field in the beginning – um, and know that I'm going to give this a shot and see how my body and my, my life responds right. before I allow somebody's words who haven't even tried this thing deter my progress. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, yeah, for sure. Rule number one, don't believe all the naysayers and definitely check the source. What is their experience with a plant-based lifestyle? Yeah, like I told you, I said I'm I'm all up for a debate if someone is really invested in their health. Like if you are a person who works out, you eat, you try your best to eat right, but you're a meat eater. I'm going to listen to your argument, but I I don't I no longer debate for debate's sake. You are invested in this at all, but you want me to sit here and talk about why I do this and why I do that, and then so just for you to have something to entertain yourself with mm-hmm. when you have no no knowledge, you just want to talk for for talking's sake. Okay. Like, no, if you're into health, then yeah, we can kick it. But if you're not, no, I just rather not. Like you just do you and I'll do me. Right. Right. Yeah. Don't let them get in your head. Right. Number two, the don't do's avoid meat and dairy substitutes. Yes. If you are just starting out and transitioning to a plant based diet, do not invest in meat and dairy substitutes. You need to eat whole real Foods only. Meat and dairy substitutes will ruin your palate so freaking fast. Mm-hmm. They're a lot and because number one, you're going into them expecting them to taste like chicken, right. expecting them to taste like beef or bacon or cheese. Um, and and when they don't, a lot of people say, "Oh, this lifestyle isn't for me. I yeah. tried it. It's nasty. Especially the cheese. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not good. They don't taste like the original. And not only that, they're oftentimes just as unhealthy." For you, so avoid substitutes. They're a horrible way to transition. Once you get your feet in the ground, you're a little more comfortable. You can slowly try some things, and even then, it should be in very, very high moderation. But in the beginning, guys, it needs to be whole, real food. Absolutely, I remember uh, someone said the reason why they have trouble transitions because. They tried something and it didn't taste like what it was supposed to like. That's 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 not what you should have been. Right. That's not I can't say it's not a transition, but it's not the way you should have been transitioning. Yeah, because when I started, I started off with strictly like beans and and when we say plants, we're not just talking about just like spinach. There's a whole lot of different but like sweet potato like there's things that just grow from the earth. Yeah. So it doesn't have, it can be very versatile. It does not have to imitate and mimic meat. It can still be versatile. So you can get very turned off when you taste a, let's say, a pre made black bean burger. And of course, it tastes bland and it tastes 
rubbery and then that'll really turn you off mm-hmm. so yeah just make things um like she said from plant whole whole foods yeah whole foods yeah and that was a good point jay when we say plants we're not just talking about roughage like um lettuce or spinach or kale or swiss chard when we say plants we're also talking about brussels sprouts and asparagus and beets and right. sweet potatoes um, just things that typically have a plant on them that you cut off. Have anybody right. ever seen how an entire beet comes? They're usually a whole stem with plants on it, and the beet is at the end. The beet is the root. So just know that when we say plants, we're not just referring to actual roughage. You know um, what's interesting about that? Because some people, uh, like I made a salad, and somebody was asking me, like, what was the stuff on it? Because it was really colorful, and I was telling them, she was like, Ooh, I don't like that. And it's come to find out she had never tried it. Mm-hmm. Some of the things from our childhood mm-hmm. can still be with us. We can carry it with us as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought I didn't like beets. Because as kids, you're like, ugh, beets, beets. No one wants the beets. We don't eat beets. And then you still think that as an adult. But as yes. an adult, trust me, mm-hmm. these things are not, not only are they beneficial, they don't taste like you thought they would taste no. as a kid. Nope. I like beets. I like radishes. I like asparagus. I like... Like, all those things that I tried to get away from as a child, they're, like, they're amazing now. Yes, and that that's a great point, which leads us straight into number three of the don't do's as you transition to a plant-based lifestyle, which is eating oatmeal every day, a.k.a. eating the same things mm-hmm. over and over again. Um, it's really, really important to understand your palate has evolved and your palate needs to evolve. So if you get into the habit of eating the same thing over and over again, you're actually halting your growth and your progress and your potential, your biological potential by not making sure that you have a really, really diverse plate. You know, in America, our nutrition, our food has devolved. It hasn't evolved, mm. but it's devolved. So in, in America, and pretty much the world, actually, because now you can know you can go to any country and see a McDonald's and a Pizza Hut and a KFC. Mm-hmm. It's quite sad, really. Um, but our, our nutrition, our diet are, is devolving. We're going backwards, right? We're going more towards more convenient, more processed, more sugar, more salt, more fat. And so it's now our individual responsibility to make sure that we are evolving our palate and our diet through earth-grown whole foods and plants. Mm -hmm. Um, So you want to eat life. You don't want to eat death, right? So you want to make sure that you are not eating the same thing over and over and over again. And that's very hard to do. You think? For a lot of people, yeah. Because it's much easier to find something healthy, like, okay, boom, I know salad is healthy. I know oatmeal is healthy. um, I know nuts and seeds are good for me. And so I I like my walnut. I like Mm -hmm. my cashew. I like my black bean. I like my spinach salad. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this particular balsamic dressing. And then once you've vetted a lot of these foods, so, mm-hmm. you know, once you found, like, a brand of a salad dressing that you know is vegan and mm-hmm. good, it's just much easier to always right. go grab that. Right. You know what I mean? Once you know what black bean, okay, I know this brand doesn't put any salt in the black beans, and then they come in a box, and I can just grab It's just so much easier, even if you're eating healthier, to get into a habit and routine. It's funny. Um, you know that... Um, Guacamole, I always buy. Holy guacamole. Is that? No. I had some holy guacamole. Oh, Sabra. Yeah. I was buying some guacamole today, and I'm like, wait, is this the kind me and Jay eat? I bought the holy guac because it was only five ingredients and it was recognized. Holy guac hitting, too. Really? Yeah. Okay. You you do always get the Sabra, though. I do. Now that you mention it. I do. Okay. But, um, so I had it. I had made something, and I had it still in this package. It was on the counter. I forgot about it, and I came back to it. And it was still green. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
Well, how long? It had been a few hours. And I was like, how is this still going? And I just was like, and I had through, you know, it comes in a, a, a cardboard and then it comes in plastic. And I right. just threw out the plastic. So I got extremely suspicious because I just grabbed it without reading it anymore because I've been getting it so long. So I was like, next time I get it, I'm going to read the, uh, the nutritional label. Right. So I got it again. And sure enough, they had added a citric acid. Mm. It's so funny that it when you become accustomed to certain things, you still sometimes need to read. Yeah. Now, I, luckily, they, they, they hadn't thrown in any, like, unnatural preservative. Yeah. But still, the fact that they had thrown in this, because that didn't used to be in there. It just used to be, just be flat out those ingredients. Uh, um, uh, oh. And then they had thrown to preserve it some. Yep. But citric acid, um, what does that come from, oranges? Or yeah. just any citrus fruit? Any citrus, any acid. So if you cut a potato, you cut an apple, you cut an avocado, if you squeeze lemon or lime juice on it, it'll stop it from, uh, yeah. it'll stop the oxidation process and it'll stop it from browning. But um, that's funny because you're right. You do have to revisit labels even on your right. regular things that you right. buy because they change um ingredients all the time mm-hmm. on you yeah they got me on that one but thank god it's so crazy and i was so like oh my god i wonder have i been eating like potassium sorbate or <laughs> it was like, a, like a crazy the panic the panic <laughs> right what have you been doing to my body but yeah that's so, that's so funny. funny yeah so but yeah so another don't do do not eat the same thing over and over again it sounds really hard as you transition to a plant-based diet because typically you're super focused on what you can't have. So you're like, okay, as long as it doesn't have meat, as long as it doesn't have dairy, I'm good. But just know that the plant kingdom is enormous. And there are so many things to choose from. Even with regard to whole grains, you don't only have to have brown rice. You don't only have to have black beans. Just in the lentil family, Mm -hmm. there's like three or four different kinds of lentils, Mm -hmm. red lentils, green lentils, split lentils. There's so much. So just know that diversifying your plate is the surefire way to make sure you're not becoming deficient in some Uh, essential nutrient. The most common deficiencies when you become vegan include iron, zinc, vitamin D, and B12. Those are like some of the top. And those can all be getting getting from food except for Mm -hmm. B12, which you will require a, a supplement, typically a pill form. But even with B12, when you transition over to a plant based diet, you already have a lot of B12 in your system and you could wait months, if not a year or more, before you even have to switch over to a B12 supplement. There's no cause for panic. But when you diversify your plate, then you will make sure you're getting that vitamin D, that zinc, and that iron um, without feeling like you're deficient in something. And we don't even have to have the protein argument. There is no argument there that you're not at risk of becoming deficient in protein at all. Right, so what are we on? Number four? Number four, the don't do's of transitioning to a plant-based diet. Don't to do's. Don't start off so animated about becoming plant-based and then getting all gathering up all these ingredients that you think are going to taste amazing and then you try to cook these things up and you don't like it. What I would suggest you do is start small. Don't hit the ground running. Uh, like Lisa said, you have to diversify your palate But uh, one of the things uh, she suggests is to introduce something, one or two things a week versus going to, let's say, um, if you guys are familiar with Randazzo, that's a uh, fruit market. You can go and just grab all these things for cheap. 
bring them back. And then it might be a total flop and you get discouraged. So what I would suggest is start off with something you know. Like the first thing that I'm, the very first thing that I made, I still remember to this day, the very first thing I made was a eggplant uh, sandwich. All the ingredients for the, from the sandwich was the same. I had the same bread. I had, I still was eating cheese at that time. I, I love onions. I had onions. I had everything the same. The only thing that I had swapped out was instead of a hamburger, I had took an eggplant and I um, made it crispy. I put it on the, I breaded it. I put it on the stove. So I just swapped out meat for the eggplant. So all the other ingredients I love. And then I slowly start trans transitioning everything else removing meat from my spaghetti adding onions and then and then it starts to build like okay oh, okay i tried this now i can try that but when you tr start off too big mm -hmm. it, it could be it could work for you don't get me wrong yes but if you're not like a chef and if you're not one of those people who will take the time to you know add a pinch of salt here that don't taste right let me add this and add that you're like me like if this doesn't taste right i'm not gonna go right back to the drawing board and figure i'm just gonna i don't like it right so you know, just start off small. So, you, for, number one, you won't waste your money. Yes. And number two, you won't get discouraged. And number three, you won't discourage anyone else. Because a lot of people discourage people from their, from their <laughs> family. Like, I tried it, girl, and it's nasty. I don't right. Like, I can't do it. I went back to, uh-uh. Nope. Good I don't luck. know. Right. Well, I tell you what don't do. <laughs> That's true. Don't do that. Don't do that. And so, um, that brings me to a really quickly some tips on how to eat well on a plant-based diet because Jay, you're absolutely right. Just swap out that burger for a portobello mushroom. Right. Um, instead of the beef burger. But like you said, surrounded with everything else you know you I love I know I love my grilled onions. Right. I know, you know, I love my tomato and then my lettuce and then my mm -hmm. bun. You know, so start eating with eating meals that you normally enjoy. You do not have to become a five star chef just because you transition to a plant based diet. And if cooking isn't your thing, if you're coming from um, a, a current diet where you eat out a lot already and now you're transitioning to a plant-based diet, it can be even harder because you aren't familiar and well-versed with where to eat out, right, on a plant-based diet and where to get good food that is plant-based, especially um, if you're doing it for health, which you should be. So I have four suggestions on how to eat well on a plant-based diet the first one is one of those food box delivery services so the one that i use is called green chef because green chef specifically has a vegan option so those are those boxes that you get in the mail as frequent as you choose weekly bi-weekly monthly they have all the ingredients for the meal and it has the instructions and it tells you how to prepare the meal and it's delivered directly to your door if you're having a hard time transitioning and some things you've tried have been really discouraging then try investing in one of these food boxes it usually comes with two or three recipes per box and it tells you the the recipe it gives you the exact amount of ingredients you need um, a lot of the stuff is usually organic or locally sourced at least with green chef it is um, and it's a great way to try plant-based meals without um, any guesswork or without ruining your entire kitchen burning down your house and having your kids <laughs> crying because y'all ain't eat dinner that night um, tip number two on how to eat well on a plant-based diet is invest in a meal prep service. So um, I have a chef that I'm going to start using actually this fall because my my schedule was so busy that I've decided to buy back some of my time by hiring a meal prep chef and by actually getting my groceries delivered. But 
invest in search around ask around you know the best way to do is probably hop on social media and ask for recommendations on a plant-based chef near you somebody who can you don't even have to if you have green chef you don't even if you think that's too difficult then you can have somebody just cook the food and deliver it to you directly now again these ways to eat well on a plant-based diet ain't free right if you're looking for the most economical way that's going to be you grocery shopping and doing some stuff yourself mm -hmm. but if money is not a resource that's you know an issue for you then try hiring a chef to make the food for you and this does not have to be a weekly or daily thing you know maybe just on the weekends you have somebody cook for you and your family or you get some meals delivered to you that you could take for lunch that week the third way is um restaurants the best way to try plant-based food oftentimes is to go out to eat um because again you're not a chef and if you're not that great of a cook just on meat-based products you really probably ain't gonna be that savvy with plant-based stuff because you got to season it right you don't know what marinades and sauces right. to use yet so the app that me and jay love is called happy cow it's an app you can download you know on android or the iphone and this happy cow app shows you exactly what vegan or vegetarian restaurants are near you and i use it right here in michigan in my own backyard not just when i go out of town and so it's really awesome because you can be like okay you know i've had a long day not cooking for the fam tonight but i don't want to get off track where can we go get some good plant-based food and it'd be really delicious and i still stay on track with my goals and so the happy cow app eating out at a restaurant is a great way to try some plant-based dishes and finally grocery delivery there's a ton of grocery delivery services that have popped up in the past couple of years whole foods has one now if you're in the tri-state area michigan has one or excuse me meyer has one um, Kroger has one. There's so many stores now that offer grocery delivery. Now, why is this a good suggestion? Because when you're on a plant-based diet, if you're doing it right, you technically should be going grocery shopping every like three to four days mm -hmm. because you're buying produce and it should be rotting right your produce should not be lasting two weeks right you want your food to be dying and turning brown right so that means that it's going to require more of your time to go grocery shopping more often if you want to buy back some of your time definitely invest in one of these grocery delivery services i am i've already talked to troy about it he gave me the green light so i cannot wait to not have to go to the grocery store every other day and just get my plants delivered to me um, and keep it moving so if you're concerned about that that's a great service to invest in as well okay back to our don't list number five the don't do's of becoming a plant-based eater don't become an evangelist <laughs> Somebody say it again for Jay. Get off your soapbox, girl. I refuse. I got to say, I don't call it soapbox. I just call it putting my cape on. Just, you got to save them. You have to save people. And it's different from Spider-Man and Superman because these people want to be saved. The people I'm trying to save. The people you're trying to save don't want to be saved. You running like, at them full speed and they running the opposite direction. You know what I haven't done in a while. Okay. An analogy. Oh, give it to me. I got an analogy. <laughs> all right. So my analogy is, imagine you and your friends are all just having like a blast in the water. Like all y'all just swimming, playing around in the water, on your rafts, splashing each other. The sun is shining, right? And then all of a sudden, 
you see sharks just surrounding you, mm. just surrounding everybody. So you hop out of the water, yep, and you jump in the boat, right? So okay. now you're safe, okay. And so you're in the boat, and you're trying to tell everybody get out the water. It's not safe. Yes. Like no, get out the water. I no, it's sharks. No, I promise you, they don't see them. Right? The they don't shark, see the sharks. No, the sharks are like not in their direct line of vision. Got it. Right? But you've already seen them. You don't know how far down they went, but you know that they are circling and they are in the area. Right? So you're just trying to motion to your friends, get out the water. I promise you, your life is in danger. And they're like, the water is fine. You are crazy. If you want to be in the boat, stay in the boat. The <laughs> water. <laughs> just because you, you tired of the water. You was just, and then they'll hit you with, but you was just in the water. Now you want us to get, oh, now it's dangerous because you ready to get out the water. Like, it's like, no, you don't see what I see. Yes. You don't see the dangers that I see. Yeah, I was enjoying the water before I knew what I knew, but now I'm trying to save you. It's not as happy-go-lucky and, and risk-free as you think. But, no, people just want to stay in the water because <laughs> it feels good right then and there. Yeah. Right? The shark ain't biting me yet. Yep. You know? So, I mean, you say it's a shark, but I don't see it. So, it's, it's like, it's almost like you have this, this vi- you have this sight, but they, but they can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like all, all you're trying to do is really save them, but it, it's hard for, for unless they see it for themselves. Yeah, it's like a parent and a child, right? You right. warn them, you tell them, don't make these mistakes. I've been down that road. I've done that. I've battled with that. This is exactly what you need to do to avoid that. Mm-hmm. No, let me just. The water's fine. Right. The, <laughs> the, the shark is nipping at you. <laughs> right. Right? You got a couple cuts and bruises on your legs from shark. you like, no, that's no big deal. And I'm, you know what else is funny about that? Is that when they get bit? What was you saying about that plant-based diet again? I'm diabetic. No. No. As the boat is slowly drifting away. <laughs> uh-uh. Go. Now you want me to row this boat back over oh, to your yeah. side. Like somebody told you, once the boat, the boat don't. Come on. One of your clients said it so well. Like the boat, you can't, once my boat start rowing, you can't get on. Yeah. You can't get, but me, I'll row on back. Come on. What you need to know? You need to, <laughs> some nutrition information. You need me. Okay. You're going to need to do some planks. Let's start there. Yeah. Like, no, I'm tired of telling people once they're already knee deep. Yes. Like, no, come on. Come with me. While your health is still there intact, while you, your doctor is not diagnosing you, while you still can run. And I heard on the model show, and I love this, um, this, what phrase he used he said we're going against nature when our body slows down as a kid we run as a kid we jump Mm. as a kid we climb and then we allow our bodies to just decline and we're going against that we're going against what we're supposed to do we're supposed to be running jumping climbing he was like just like when he tells his son get something his son is He's off. Right. He's like, he doesn't think about it. Our bodies are made to move. Yep, to so, react, to perform. To perform. So when you're all tired and sluggish, especially from your food, your body is not doing what it's supposed to do. Get things that are easily easy to process. Plants are very easy to process. It will not slow you down. No. It will not make you sluggish. One last tip I want to add of what don't to do is get things Put them because you love cookies. You love chips. So I haven't been eating chips lately. I haven't been eating cookies lately. But So I, I feel safe having them in there. You're never safe. No one is. I don't care how long you've been eating healthy. I don't care if you are a nutritionist yourself, if you haven't touched it. Anything. Once it becomes available to you, readily available to you in your cabinets, 
You don't know what type of emotional eating that can inflict. The reason why I can stay on track as well as I do is because it's, it's not readily available to me. Trust me, there's plenty of nights where I get up and I have a sweet tooth. Plenty of nights I am get up and I'm bored. Or my friends come over and I'm like, okay, you know, here it is midnight. We're having a glass of wine. Uh-huh. I could easily go and get some things that are not, um, that doesn't align with my goals. Yes. But it's not available to me. It's not available to me. Therefore, I have to choose from the healthy options that I do have. So one of the don't to do's is put things that do not correlate with, with, you, with what you are trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You are not strong enough. Trust me, very few people are. If I had a donut in my, in my cabinet, it would be gone right now. Yeah. 100%. It would be 100%. And not because so. you ate it. I've been done smashed. <laughs> We'll be fighting over. I'm like, okay, half. Exactly. So, yeah, it just not. So now I have to choose. I'm like, okay, let me see what I'm going to eat out of the healthy options that I do have. Because rarely will people put on um, an outfit and go to Dunkin' Donuts in the middle of the night. Like, you just won't do it. Like, it's just either go back to sleep or choose from your healthy options. Um, I think that's it for my don't to do. Yeah, I think that's a really, really, really good one. I have a final one, too, before we wrap up. And that is don't become or should I say it like this take out all the sugar and salt as well just oh, because yeah. it's not an animal based product you know the sugar and the salt doesn't mean you can still have it you know we get it potato chips are technically vegan right technically you yeah. know potato chips are vegan so are oreos oreos are vegan um don't just focus on is it or ain't it an animal based product mm-hmm. no okay then it's a green light mm-hmm. no do this for health, right? And so if you're doing it for health, then you know all of those junk foods are not good for you, no matter what dietary lifestyle you plan to follow. So guys, you have to rid yourself of the sugar addiction to be successful. There is no way around it. You're not going to see results if you're still continuing to eat foods just because they don't have meat or dairy in them they also shouldn't be processed they shouldn't be full of sugar they shouldn't have a shelf life of 20 plus years they shouldn't come Mm -hmm. in a can they shouldn't be frozen um and it shouldn't be a bunch of candy you shouldn't you don't get bottomless coffee with a ton of cream in it every morning you got to get rid of the caffeine addiction you got to get rid of the sugar addiction plant-based lifestyle means everything you consume Mm -hmm. is in some form plant-based Mm-hmm. At least 90% there, you can't continue with the sugar addiction. Um, you can't continue with the sugar addiction and be successful on a plant based diet, it's just not possible, right? So, please, please, please keep that in mind as well. And if you need help on this journey, be sure to get help. Um, when the Black Health Academy launches in this, oh, excuse me, in September, this is exactly the type of content we'll be covering. So if you need help, of course, the Black Health Academy is going to be a plant-based company. It's going to be an affordable membership site where you get access to all of these recipes, information, um, reversing and preventing chronic diseases, as well as a ton of self-development. Because we could probably do a whole series on the mindset that's required to be successful. So please get rid of the sugar, get rid of the salt as well. And I know it doesn't happen every overnight, but be cognizant of it as you transition. Okay. Um. Oh, real quick. So I was watching the news. And they said they made a very good point that I had never thought about. And they said, we are taught to emotionally eat. Mm-hmm. 
they said when your child uh, does something, we reward them with, oh, it's you're turning eight. Let me give you a cake. Uh. Oh, you did well on the spelling. Okay, we're gonna go out for ice cream. You won the ball game. Let's you, go get pizza. Exactly. And they said we. It's not. It's not a coincidence that we grow up emotional. This is a learned Ooh, behavior. I love it. I was like, that is so deep. And so Bryson, he had read this book that I took. Oh, and by the way, shout out to Lisa. Lisa put my child on a book a day. <laughs> okay, Lisa came over and the man he reads a book a book a day. <laughs> So that's what he's doing. Um, <laughs> and so he read the book and uh, he's like, okay, now can I have a piece of gum? And I'm like, wow, it's really alert. And so I had to say, no, you don't get rewarded with food. I'm not saying I'm going to reward you for doing things you need to do because we, we, we reprimand for things they aren't supposed to do. Yes. And then we're like, no, that's what you're supposed to do. So you can reward sometimes for things they're supposed to do. Yep. Um, but it just will not be with candy or junk or food. Like, okay, let's pick a place. You get to pick a place this week where we're going to go. So as he gets older, he I can kind of shift his thinking into – you don't necessarily a reward is not necessarily food it can be okay i'm gonna put 50 extra dollars on this vacation i've been planning yeah i've been holding back okay at the end of this like whatever it is think more of a something that can enhance your life yeah so reward with activity yeah as opposed to food right i like that rewarding with activity and we need to do that just with ourselves too yeah because i was like it, it, just, it was like a light bulb. Like emotional eating is not is not a coincidence. It is learned. It is a learned behavior. So if your kids do good in school today or get a good report from the teacher or if you finish a report that you've been working on and you get a good report from your superior, don't – we're going to stop at McDonald's because you've been so great or we're going to stop at McDonald's if you be great or if you win this game or you finish this semester or whatever, clean your room and you'll get this. You're right. We have to stop teaching our ourselves and our families that food is the reward for good behavior is that and it's always unhealthy food it's never like oh you get this you kale get this beautiful spinach <laughs> leafy salad because you're an amazing right. child <laughs> look at you chuck look under the you. chin yeah <laughs> what dressing do you right. want on your salad you get the pick of the litter right of the dairy-free litter um <laughs> So true. And, you know, we have you because you train your child's palate just like you do your own. So those are our don't to do's as you transition to a plant based diet. I have one more, which is um, don't do it because you're following a trend. Also, um, do make a really firm, conscious decision to make this transition. Is it trending? It always oh, totally trending. Really? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's I totally never know trending. because we we get so submerged into our world that right. I don't know. Yeah, it's us or is it plant-based veganism? All kinds of comedians doing all these videos about it and about transition. There's a ton of memes, you know, a lot of posts oh, about it. Okay. Like, yeah, it's really trending right now. So if you want to do it, guys, take it serious because it is your health. Um, it's not extreme. Um, or should I say it is extreme as it should be because it is your health. So why wouldn't you be extreme? If there was anything to be extreme with, this will be it. So if you feel like taking all meat and all dairy out of your diet is extreme, then good for you. You're on the right path um, with your with your thinking and your mindset. Um, finally, I'm going to bridge the gap for them really quickly, Jay. Bridging okay. the gap is our segment where we make the direct correlation between today's topic and your business as an entrepreneur or your career as a nine. 
to Fiverr. Um, it's funny when you set up, you know, don't to do's in one area of your life, right? If you're trying to become financially right. savvy, if you're trying to become a better spouse, a better parent, a better friend, um, and you kind of, you know how sometimes you set mental things in your in your mind that you're not going to do anymore. Like, oh, my friend told me about this and I immediately pounced on it and told her or turned it as I should have been more supportive, right? right? So you set that don't to do in your head. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, you do the same thing in your finances. Like, I know I shouldn't, I overspent this weekend. I'm not going to do that for the rest of the month or for the rest of the mm-hmm. weekend or I overate this weekend. I'm not going to do that. So you constantly set don't to do's in other areas of your life. They just may be more informal, right? They just might be a past thought that you now want to be more cognizant of well you do the same thing in your business to be successful right when you're dealing with a client when you're Mm -hmm. dealing with affiliates when you're dealing with vendors or co-workers or staff um, it's very important to set don't to do's in that area as well now when you set these and then here's the key you stick to them you then begin to build a more solid foundation in your business. Just like you build a more solid foundation in your health, right? If you said, okay, I'm not going to do the meat and dairy substitutes as I transition to a plant-based diet, and then you say, okay, I'm going to make every Monday my administrative day in my company and make sure I've got my profit and loss statements together, my social media posts ready for the week, and I've checked in with all of my clients, right? You just become more disciplined in all areas of your life. So set some of those don't to do's in your business or on the job as well. If you plan on moving up the corporate ladder in your nine to five, it's really important to set don't to do's and don't just fly by the seat of your pants in this thing. When you fly by the seat of your pants in your health, you tend to fly by the seat of your pants in your career. You fly by the seat of your pants in your relationships and your parenting and your self-development. Um, so create discipline in one area and it trickles over and you're just ultimately way more successful. Absolutely, absolutely. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't got nothing to add, you gotta, you gotta sound <laughs> absolutely. Uh, what did you say? What did I say? You said something real smooth a couple of episodes ago. And I thought that was gonna be the new name of the podcast. Something prevention, intentional prevention. Remember? Are no, not right. Trucks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good though. Um, But that's what it's all about. Guys, just a reminder, the Black Health Academy, my new company is launching this month. Super excited. So this podcast, I hear the drum roll, baby. So the podcast is switching over to the Black Health Academy platform. Out of respect for our professionally fit, busy, busy clients and professionals, we're going to switch all this free content over to the Black Health Academy platform, which is going to be more for the masses. So make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram at the Black Health Academy. Click on the link to become a founding member and get in on the ground floor and help us build this thing from the ground up. I'm super excited. So this is the first podcast for the month of September. We'll be back here with a new episode in two weeks. The podcast is becoming bi-weekly instead of weekly. The blog is becoming bi-weekly instead of weekly. We don't want to over, we don't want to inundate everybody with too much information. It's completely overwhelming. You're super, super busy, but we want you to continue to learn and grow with us. So again, that's the blackhealthacademy.com and then also social media, Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, be well. Peace.